Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hi, I'm Ben Ferguson. Inflation is eating away at your purchasing power, risking your savings and future legacy. Now, with more taxes and an unsustainable national debt and the push for central bank digital currencies, financial freedom is at stake. If you have 50000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. Freedom Gold USA is here to help you preserve and protect your wealth with physical gold and silver. Act now. Call them 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben to see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's 1-800-655-8843 or freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. The Biden crime family at it again. This time, whistleblowers silenced inside of our government who had serious intel on crimes that were being committed, they believed, by Joe Biden, James Biden, and Hunter Biden. I'm going to tell you more about that in a moment. But before we get to that, the U.S. military has struck two facilities linked to Iranian-backed militias in Syria following a series of attacks on U.S. forces in the Middle East that we so far had not responded to. They're claiming this is sending a message, a message that, well, you can't mess with us. The problem is they have been messing with us for the last several weeks, and we have done nothing in response to what was going on in the attacks on American soldiers. This is very frustrating. Now, the U.S. carried out these airstrikes targeting two facilities linked to the Iranian-backed militias in eastern Syria on Thursday. That according to a statement from the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin following a series of drone and rocket attacks against U.S. forces in the region. The statement said the facilities have been used by Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard. That is a part of their official military. I want to make that clear. Uh, and affiliated groups is what the statement said. Uh, U.S. conducting these airstrikes, and I want you to hear what some in the military, former military leaders, had to say about this. Take a listen. First of all, these strikes uh, do come after what we saw were a series of uh, attacks on U.S. interests in the region that seemed very much coordinated. What message is the United States sending here? Well, basically, Abby, the message is uh, don't do this. Uh, don't attack us. There were 12 attacks against uh, bases in uh, Iraq and uh, four attacks, I believe, in Syria. So these kinds of attacks are ones that to put U.S. personnel at risk. Uh, and ironically, they are bases that have been used uh, to fight ISIS, which is also in Iran's interest to, to fight ISIS. They were, in essence, quasi-allies with us uh, in, a, in a very odd way against uh, ISIS. And this is something that, uh, you know, they should not be doing to us at this particular point. But, of course, they have a larger mission in mind on the Iranian side. They're supporting Hamas. And, yes, these attacks were most certainly coordinated. 
Now, it's great that America responded. There are some in the military that are frustrated right now. They believe that they we have not responded swiftly enough and with enough decisiveness. Now, Austin described the strikes, which were ordered by President Joe Biden, as narrowly tailored in self-defense and emphasized they are separate from the ongoing conflict in Gaza. He directly accused Iran of having a role in the attacks on U.S. forces, saying in the statement, Iran wants to hide its hand and deny its role in these attacks against our forces. We will not let them. Austin also promised further strikes if the attacks by Iran's proxies continue. The two facilities targeted by U.S. airstrikes in eastern Syria had been previously occupied by members of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard and affiliated militia groups, a senior military official confirmed. They say it's unclear if the strikes resulted in any casualties, saying, quote, we know that there were people on the target at various points during the day. Again, we know that they were not civilians. The people that occupy these locations are Iranian-aligned militia groups as well as the IRGC personnel. But it would take more time, they say, to establish a more precise figure on how many were killed in the strike, if any, the official said. This is another problem that this administration has. They seem to have wanted to hit targets to say they hit targets, but they weren't actually going in to actually kill terrorists. They were just trying to blow up where they trained. Again, if you're trying to kill the terrorists that are attacking Americans, why would you do a symbolic attack this way? I'll tell you why. Because you are a weak president. And Joe Biden is a weak president. Joe Biden is a president that said, okay, give me a couple targets. Make sure that at those targets there's no civilians. And make sure that these targets uh, look like we're doing something in response. Well, do you want to kill the actual terrorists that are attacking Americans? Apparently, based on what they're saying, it didn't really matter. Now, a senior defense official called Iran the center of gravity for the attacks on U.S. forces in the region, saying that Iranian fingerprints are all over this. Tehran and Iranian senior leaders are funding, arming, equipping, training, and directing a whole plethora of military groups across the region. And they have escalated attacks against U.S. forces since October the 17th. That would be the day that Hamas attacked innocent civilians and killed countless Israelis, which is why, quote-unquote, we took self-defense action tonight. Now, I have no problem with this being self-defense actions, but if you're going to respond, you need to respond with a heavy hand, not a, hey, we blew up a random building where we're not even sure if a human being was in it. The Biden administration has carried out strikes against militias before, by the way, but at a time... Of enormous tension, the U.S. is looking to send a strong message to Iran and the militias not to escalate their attacks and spark a wider conflict in the Middle East. The region is on edge as the Hamas-Israeli war, which was triggered by Hamas' brutal terror attack on October the 7th, continues. The statement reads, Now, earlier on Thursday, the U.S. announced it is deploying about 900 troops to the Middle East with a potential for many more. The U.S. has also moved two carrier strike groups to the eastern Mediterranean Sea and an amphibious ready group closer to Israel and the waters off the Middle East. The U.S. strikes follow a growing number of attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria since October the 17th. As of Thursday evening, U.S. forces had come under attack a total of 19 times, according to the Pentagon. 
and at least 12 separate times in Iraq and four separate times in Syria, resulting in 21 U.S. service members suffering injuries. The Pentagon said the injuries were all minor and that the troops have turned to du- returned to duty. One U.S. civilian contractor suffered a fatal heart attack as a result of a false alarm at one of the bases in Iraq, we've also been told. Now, on Wednesday, Biden issued what the White House described as a strong statement, a strong warning to Iran about its proxies attacking U.S. forces in the region, saying this. My warning to the the Ayatollah was that if they continued to move against those troops, we will respond, and they should be prepared. Biden also said the presence of U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria is focused on the campaign to defeat ISIS and is not related to the ongoing conflict in Israel. So therefore, he's basically saying you shouldn't be attacking us anyway. The Iranian foreign minister did not attempt to tamp down the tensions Thursday at an emergency session of the U.N. General Assembly stating that the U.S. will not be spared from this fire if the war in Gaza doesn't end. I'm going to say that again. Iran's foreign minister saying at the United Nations yesterday, quote, the U.S. will not be spared from this fire if the war in Gaza doesn't end. Earlier this week, the minister had said that Iran had received two messages from the U.S., though he would not say how or when the messages were delivered. The first message said the U.S. was not interested in a wider expansion of the conflict, he said, while the second urged Iran and its partners to have self-restraint. Now, this is a big problem that can spiral out of control. I want to make that very clear. Because when we don't respond back with significant, decisive, and focused uh, attacks against the people that are coming after American soldiers... We are weak, and that emboldens the terrorists to come after us. This response, to be clear, is a very weak response. This is not a big response. This is not a tough response. I would argue this isn't even a measured response. This is a check-the-box response at the bare minimum. And I do not believe that this is going to deter Iran from continuing to do their terrorism in the Middle East. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code Ferguson. Join me and make the switch today. 
and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chuck Grassley has come out and connected some dots. Not only has he connected dots with bribery, but now he's connecting dots with the FBI covering up the crimes of the Biden crime family. Now, you may remember on this show, I told you about James Comer demanding Joe Biden provide loan documents and IRS filings of the $200,000 loan to James Biden. We know we have a check now where $200,000 went directly to the president of the United States of America. The House Oversight Committee chairman, James Comer, is digging and demanding that President Joe Biden provide applicable applicable loan documents and IRS filings regarding the $200,000 loan, quote-unquote, repayment. The James Biden claims he repaid Joe in 2018. The White House and James Biden and Joe Biden's brother denied the $200,000 check James gave Joe Biden was due to a pre-existing business relationship. They insist the money was a return payment for money that Joe Biden lent him but have not provided the committee with any evidence to prove their claims. Comer believes that $200,000 payment is suspicious at the highest level because the money flowed through a distressed entity, AmeriCorps, which loaned James Biden a total of $600,000. On March 1 of 2018, AmeriCorps wired James Biden $200,000. That same day, James Biden sent Joe Biden a $200,000 check on the same day. In a letter to White House counsel Edward Siskel, Comer, a former bank board member, requested the loan agreement along with any applicable IRS tax filings, saying this, As you may know, the Internal Revenue Code has specified specific requirements for reporting below market rate loans from gifts. While there are some exceptions, for example, loans of 10000 or less, the payment in question would not appear exempt from such requirements if it is a loan. Indeed, there appears to have been no interest paid on the loan based upon the White House's own representations. The current lack of documentation leaves reason to doubt claims that this transaction was repayment for a legal loan. We request documentation clarifying the nature of this payment and whether all applicable documentation and IRS filings were properly made. Comer said, regardless 
of if the $200,000 check to Joe Biden was a loan repayment. Joe Biden benefited from his family cashing in on the Biden name. The White House has claimed Joe Biden loaned James Biden 200000 And this check was, quote, repayment. Records obtained by the committee do show numerous large income transactions into the personal account of James and Sarah Biden from various entities. Some of these transaction records may have obscured the identity of the true payer. But no records in the committee's possession state that Joe Biden made a large loan payment to his brother. Whether it was a loan or not, James Biden's March 1st, 2018 check to Joe Biden demonstrates one way he personally benefited from his family's shady influence peddling of his name and their access to him, Comer states. Even if the transaction in question was part of a loan agreement, we are troubled that Joe Biden's ability to recoup funds depends on his brother's cashing in on the Biden name and brand. Wow. Comer previously described the Biden business as a classic influence scheme. He believes the Biden family opened over 20 shell companies to hide payments and launder the money. Comer's analysis is especially relevant because he previously served as a bank board member before serving in D.C. Representative Major Taylor Green. Republican from Georgia, member of the Oversight Committee, exclusively told Breitbart on Friday that, quote, we finally have direct evidence of money laundering. She continued, it was a $200,000 check made out to Joe Biden directly from Jim Biden on the exact same day that Jim Biden had received $200,000 from a foreign investment. The money laundering scheme is the same type of money laundering scheme that many people have been put in jail for, she went on to add. U.S. prosecutor says a $10 million Biden bribe, bribe was credible, contradicting Democrats and what they are now saying. Former Pittsburgh U.S. attorney Scott Brady told the House Judiciary Committee this week that the FD 1023 file that alleges Hunter and President Joe Biden each received a $5 million bribe was credible and ripe for investigation in 2020. But the FBI was reluctant to investigate a testimony which contradicts Democrats who allege that the FD-1023 file was not credible and therefore the probe was shut down. Federal prosecutors who investigated Hunter Biden's deal with Ukrainian energy company Burisma Holdings said that his team corroborated the FBI informant's allegations of the Biden bribes and that they warranted further investigation by three U.S. attorneys' offices in Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Delaware. Brady's testimony broadly confirmed Senator Chuck Grassley's speculation that the FBI maintained more than 40 confidential sources with criminal information on Hunter Biden, on James Biden, and on President Joe Biden before political pressure might have caused an FBI investigation into the Bidens to be shut down. Subject to foreign disinformation is how they categorize the shutdown. Grassley released the FD-1023 file in July that alleged that the founder of Burisma Holdings paid Joe Biden and paid Hunter Biden after then-Vice President Joe Biden withheld aid to Ukraine until then-President Poroshenko fired a prosecutor that was investigating Burisma. 
We know this is a fact. How do we know it? The President of the United States of America bragged about it. I want you to hear what Senator Chuck Grassley said on the floor of the Senate about all of this. And the reason why I want you to hear this is because the media is refusing to let you hear what I'm about to play. For the purposes of more transparency on this subject, the 1023 produced to the House Committee's redacted reference that the foreign national who allegedly bribed Joe and Hunter Biden allegedly has audio recordings of his conversation with them. 17 such recordings. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses 15 audio recordings of phone calls between him and Hunter Biden. According to the 1023, the foreign national possesses two audio recordings of phone calls between him and then Vice President Joe Biden. These recordings were allegedly kept as a sort of insurance policy for the foreign national in case that he got into a tight spot. The 1023 also indicates that then Vice President Joe Biden may have been involved in Burisma employing Hunter Biden. Based on the facts known to the Congress and the public, it's clear that the Justice Department, the FBI, haven't nearly had the same laser focus on the Biden family. Special Counsel Jack Smith has used a recording against former President Trump. Well, what is U.S. Attorney Weiss doing with respect to these alleged Joe and Hunter Biden recordings that are apparently relevant to the high-stakes bribery scheme? Getting a full and complete 1023 is critical for the American people to know and understand the true nature of the document and to hold the Justice Department and the FBI accountable. It's also important for asserting congressional, constitutional congressional oversight powers against an out-of-control executive branch, obviously drunk with political infection. Remember, Congress has received 1023s in the past, and they've been made public. So asking for this 1023 to be turned over to the American people to read is not an unusual thing that goes on with 1023s. Congress owes, owes it to the American people and the brave and heroic whistleblowers to continue to fight for transparency in this matter and make this document public without unnecessary redactions. And I want everybody to remember that I have read the unredacted version, except for a couple or three half-inch half redactions, I'd say. Thank you very much. Senator Chuck Grassley there laying out what he knows. Now, this testimony directly contradicts the House Oversight Ranking member James Raskin's claim that the FD-23 form was not credible and therefore the U.S. Attorney's Office in Pittsburgh terminated the probe. 
Quote, my understanding of Mr. Raskin's public statements is that based on the determination that I and my team found the allegations in the 1023 not credible or other information not credible, we did not escalate the assessment to a limited or full investigation, is what Brady told House investigators. Quote, that's not true. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Once again, ranking member Jamie Raskin is playing fast and loose with the facts as he moonlights as the Biden's family defense lawyer. That's the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer posted on Twitter. He lies about the FBI's Biden bribery record that have been debunked by former by former Attorney General Bill Barr and now U.S. Attorney Scott Brady. In July, former Attorney General Barr dispelled Raskin's claims that the Justice Department ended the $5 million bribery probe. On the contrary, it was sent to Delaware for further investigation, he told the Federalists at the time. And in addition, Brady said the Justice Department ordered now Special Counsel David Weiss who was investigating Hunter Biden for five years and assistant U.S. attorney Leslie Wolf to cooperate with his with his investigation. Brady said his communications with Weiss was problematic and noticed Wolf was aware and noted, excuse me, Wolf was was aware of the FD 1023 form. But IRS agents working the case with the Justice Department were not made aware of it, which surprised Brady because you want your team to know about everything, quote unquote. IRS whistleblowers then came forward, alleging in June that Wolf refused to allow investigators to ask about Joe Biden being, quote unquote, the big guy, and that the DOJ twice prevented Weiss, twice prevented Weiss from bringing stronger charges against Hunter Biden. Moreover, Brady told investigators he was not aware of the FBI's possession of Hunter Biden's laptop from hell and was surprised when the New York Post broke the story of his existence. Brady said the FBI should have made him aware of the existence of that laptop when he asked the Bureau to search their internal databases for information related to Burisma or Hunter Biden. So in other words, they were covering for the president of the United States of America and then candidate Joe Biden, the Biden crime family the entire time. Now, this moves me to the other point. Chuck Grassley is also saying that the FBI had 40, not 10, not 20, not 30, but 40 confidential sources with criminal information on the Biden family. And the FBI had these more than 40 confidential sources with criminal information, quote unquote, on Hunter Biden, James Biden, and President Joe Biden before political pressure caused an FBI investigation into the Bidens to be shut down. The FBI ran the confidential human sources from multiple FBI field offices across the nation. 
including the FBI's Seattle field office, the FBI's Baltimore field office, the FBI's headquarters as well, Grassley has confirmed, saying this, based on the information provided my office over a period of years by multiple credible whistleblowers, there appears to be an effort within the Justice Department and within the FBI to shut down investigative activity relating to the Biden family. Such decisions point to significant political bias infecting the decision-making of not only the Attorney General and the FBI Director, but also line agents and prosecutors. Grassley noted that the Justice Department whistleblowers say one of the investigations into the Bidens entailed an FBI informant FD-1023 file that alleged that Hunter and Joe Biden were each bribed $5 million. You have 40 different informants telling you that they have witnessed crimes being committed. Crimes being committed by the Biden crime family year after year after year. And what did they decide to do? Cover it up. Shut down the investigations. Make sure that no one actually knows what's happening with the investigations. Hiding from people that are investigating actual evidence so they cannot connect the dots. Think about you're doing an investigation to Burisma. The FBI had in its possession a laptop of Hunter Biden before the reporting by the New York Post. Okay, before that article came out. You ask the FBI headquarters for any information related to and or detailing intel on Hunter Biden, James Biden, Joe Biden, and Burisma, and they say, we don't have anything. And then you find out they did. And not only did they, they had everything. They had a a library of intel on a laptop from the person you're investigating. What are we doing? What What are we doing? It's unbelievable. We are sitting here now in a country where we have the the organizations that are supposed to be the ones that we trust, the ones that we protect and defend. And what's happening? They're covering up alleged crimes of the most powerful Democratic family in America. By the way, you want to know who they were covering up crimes for before this? Hillary Clinton and her emails. Hillary Clinton and her husband and the attorney general meeting on the tarmac. Remember that meeting? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. So apparently it's not just the Bidens. It's any Democratic family that's famous or is powerful like the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation. The list goes on and on. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media so other people can hear about this story about how dangerous our open border is while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down silence us and make sure no one knows what's really happening also hit that auto download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free and i'll see you back here tomorrow
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for for more details. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's extra help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.